you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is out a chance for the run by Hollywood Brown. Coming back inside the 20, Brown, a good move, and he will score. So the Ravens stay very much in this as McSorley throws his first NFL touchdown. A 70 yard to Hollywood. They're going to bring the pressure. Ben's going to put it up top, and it is... They might be breathing now. The Steelers escape one of the weirdest uh, games and weirdest situations in a uh, weird year, to put it nicely, I guess. 1914, it's Pittsburgh Steelers football escaping with the season sweep. I'm with uh, Patrick Claybon. My name is Greg Rosenthal. We will uh, be doing a Friday preview show. I don't know if week 13, Patrick, uh, can get much wonkier than week 12. This this felt like a, a fitting end to this week. Right. Uh, a week that started a, about a week ago and <laughs> came all the way back around to, to the next Wednesday uh, where we finally get this game. And we're we're looking at an actual game that's that's like, hey, this is worth watching. And then RG three kind of pulls up lame. Uh, Luke Wilson for some reason forgets to secure a football after catching it, and uh, we're deprived of what would have been mm. a fun Wednesday afternoon. Well, I can clearly see what you were rooting for there. Minka Fitzpatrick did make a nice play. I think you're talking about um, the last play of the first half. We can get to that. That there was a lot. Um, that went on in this game. And there's, you know, of course, all the COVID-19 situation on both sides of the ball, really. You know, the, the Steelers lose their center, Pouncey, uh, coming into the game. That was like, a, a literally happened on Wednesday. So the news just didn't stop coming. Um, but it was surprising that considering all that Baltimore had lost, primarily Lamar Jackson, that this game stayed 
close throughout and that we got to a point where there was a measurement at the very end, which, you know, came down to the millimeters where who knows the Ravens almost got the ball back with Trace McSorley back in our lives with a chance to go win the game. And and we are deprived of a legendary Trace McSorley uh, legacy drive. <laughs> Uh, opportunity where, you know, maybe he could throw the ball, you know, three Steelers could fall down and Hollywood Brown could walk into the end zone again, Uh, which honestly, as you mentioned, uh, the way week 12 went, that that wasn't out of the realm of possibility. It could have been weird. Yeah, there's a few things I I do want to get to, but one of my biggest takeaways here, just moving forward, because the fact that the Steelers struggled to put them away and and just how this game actually flowed. I don't know how much you can project everything into the future in general this year, but especially after this insane week for both of these teams. It, you know, For the Steelers, it's just like, okay, you can put the extra W in the standings and move on. The, the bigger problem is their long-term stuff. They lose Pouncey, and they lose Bud Dupree at the end of that game. And that it looked like a serious injury. We won't, we won't have um, news on that. You hurt for Dupree, who... Uh, is in uh, a franchise tag year heading into free agency. But if they don't get him back and they won't have Pouncey back um, uh, for their next game, at, at least against Washington, then, then that that's trouble for Pittsburgh. Especially in, in circumstances where people are legitimately looking, looking at the schedule and thinking that 16-0 and is an option, uh, it's a possibility. But, I mean, this team is mainly concerned with its playoff viability. And if you... If you don't have, you know, your best, uh, most consistent offensive lineman, uh, I know Bud Dupree was beefing with the, the PFF folks earlier. I think we're probably going to see uh, what he actually means to the team uh, if he if he can't play. I but, miss uh, that. What yeah. they have him ranked low. He's been very uh, active this year. Yeah, there, there was a, there was a disagreement with regards to, to how the players are ranked, and uh, Bud Dupree <laughs> hopped in, and I, you know, immediately stepped out because. Ooh. Uh, Nerds versus jocks versus nerds versus just incessant conversation over and over again. I just don't want to hear it. Those guys aren't nerds. They evaluate football players. And, you know, Bud Dupree is a football player. He has a right to his own opinion. Uh, but, yeah, um, other than that, you know, asinine uh, conversation. He is a good football player. Uh, he does provide value uh, to the team. And we see how good that defense could be. But in terms of the game, because I know the big takeaway – with the Pittsburgh mm-hmm. Steelers in that game. Well, you know, that was a depleted Ravens team. Like, if you're going to throw out a game, uh, throw out a game that happens on a weird Wednesday that's been delayed five times. It should have been played the week before where half of one team is missing. And it's there was just a lot going on. If you're going to throw out a game and say, hey, maybe this we don't take away all those things from it, it's going to be what happened earlier today. Right. I, I agree with that, especially when you consider all the drop passes by the Steelers, too. Uh, two in the in the red zone. I mean, Deontay Johnson dropped a touchdown uh, in the first half, and who who else was it that dropped what I thought would have been a touchdown in the first half? Maybe that was James Washington who came came down with the big play at the yeah. end, and then Deontay Johnson had another drop late in the game, uh, which helped set up um, the Ravens' wild touchdown when McSorley came in there. It was a little it was a little disappointing that RG three didn't finish this game uh, at the time. Um, we got into the fourth quarter. He actually had more yards running than anyone in the game had running or receiving. So that's the type of game that it was. He only had about 22 yards passing coming into the fourth quarter, uh, but he kept them close enough. And I do think it, it tells you a little bit of just about the makeup of the organization that 
they're going to get some players back before this Cowboys game. And that, to me, is a just a crucial game for them um, because they're going to have to find ways to win games shorthanded against bad teams. And Dallas is a bad team. Uh, and this thing today, I think, was encouraging when it comes to that. They could still run the ball. Yeah, they, they, they were able to run the ball. They're doing it with tight ends off the street. You know, we, we mentioned Luke Wilson's drop. Um, they're, they're bringing in new players and having them have to immediately contribute. And I think, hopefully, um, you know, obviously I'm a stan. Uh, people know that. Uh, of but, Lamar. Yeah, you, you just, you just kind of look at what he's been able to accomplish with the offensive line kind of falling apart. Um, and again, you know, that uh, we saw, you know, Hollywood had the touchdown late, but there was a play in the first half where T.J. Watt is like putting the clamps on him and, and running him out of bounds. Like, well, they had on. forty yard, they had forty <laughs> yards passing before that play. If there was something to take away for them, it you know they did get you know the running game did look pretty good. I think they, I agreed with Collinsworth's point that whatever Pittsburgh's, um, whatever Baltimore is doing to Pittsburgh in terms of their run defense, people really should be looking at that. Now I know not every team has Lamar Jackson. Um, but some other teams have mobile quarterbacks. No, and RG3 if, is no Lamar Jackson. They they ran the ball down Pittsburgh's throat in the first matchup. That was as dominant a first half as I've seen by about any team all year. They ended up blowing that game um, because of turnovers. The turnovers didn't help today. But they, they got some things done I think they can move forward with running the ball. Yeah, if Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, all that uh, was standing, if Baltimore can have a third-string guard uh, playing tackle and still run the ball, uh, you know, with its backup quarterback, then you, th- th- there is a means with which you can run on this Pittsburgh Steelers defense. I know that um, that game next week for Pittsburgh's tricky because you know they're on a short week uh, against Washington, who I think's playing you know, really well. You know, for Washington, um, but if <laughs> for you were Washington gonna caveat, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think they've been pretty good. I think they've been the best team in the NFC East on balance, and and I think they can <laughs> they can compete with Pittsburgh. Just I was gonna say if you're gonna commentary. If you're gonna lose, if you're gonna lose a game, actually Pittsburgh should prefer to lose an NFC game because it'll it could come down to conference record when it when it comes down to the Chiefs. But their schedule the rest of the way uh, is not easy at all. And this to me was for a lot of people who haven't watched the Steelers a ton was the ultimate uh, Big Breeze game. That's the nickname I gave him. People think it was kind of like derogatory, and I was thinking more like 2018 Breeze, like solid, maybe not prime Breeze. But good, very efficient breeze. It's more just that they're uh, they're a dink and dunk offense right now. That's just kind of what they are, and that's why they can't really handle drops because they're not going to make up for it with big plays. Yeah, and, and it also you know it protects your quarterback. Even though Ben did take a, take a massive hit, couple uh, hits the, today. That was that, that was rare. Um, but you know it keeps it keeps him upright. It, it keeps his you know my my dog is still upset with with your commentary on the football team. <laughs> uh, it's, you know she makes an appearance. But but what's her name? Uh, Penelope. Penelope. Uh, How many Penny. dogs do you have, by the way? Just, just the one. Oh, okay. And I she, thought you had like a multiple pet situation, but maybe no. There's, wrong. there's, there's an army of cats, but there's, there's oh, that's one. what I mean. So you have multiple cats, a dog, two kids, including an infant. Yeah. Do you ever think like once you get the kid, do we need these pets still? Yeah, um, it's just a lot. No, yeah. I mean, I mean, no offense to this this beautiful creature behind me, but there's a uh, yeah. We're full. We're, we're all full here. <laughs> Uh, ho- hopefully everybody else could have a fulfilling uh, situation with their with their furry friends. But, uh, <laughs> see, see, she's she's That's good. literally she's upset uh, with with, the, with this conversation. 
I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know where we left off. <laughs> I, I don't know where we are. We, we some, I, I somehow just uh, got too excited about the football team there and uh, Alex Smith twenty twenty action. Pittsburgh. It's funny because Pittsburgh. You know they don't feel like a sixteen and zero type of team, but they're also clearly one of the best teams in the league. So I feel, almost feel like people are a little too eager to to like dismiss what they've done because they're a little lucky to be undefeated. It's like, yeah, okay, they're a little lucky, but they have a, but, a pretty efficient offense, not a great running game, a great defense, and they're in that tier of like tier two to five for me in the NFL behind the Chiefs. And that's the thing, like we, I hate to break it to everybody, but like if you're going to win 15 or 16 football games, you're, you're going to be lucky. Like that's, it's not something <laughs> that, that you do. And it's just like, yeah, we, we did that. We're really good. Like, it, you know, blades of grass uh, can can change an entire season. Uh, you know, we saw what happened with the Cowboys and their quarterback, with the Giants, uh, mm. their star running back. I mean, it, it, uh, it's it's not easy to do. And so if you if you if you win them all, then it's an incredible accomplishment. It, it doesn't matter like if you squeak by or like Willie Sneed drops a pass or something. Like, right? <laughs> you just you won all your football they, games. Congrats. They were pissed though. They were pissed. I got a little bit of post game and Ben. Roethlisberger is still standing there. By the way, Mina Kimes um, called him Grew Breeze instead of Big... I've been calling him Big Breeze, and she went with Grew Breeze, and oh, that's Grew better. Breeze. That's actually better. And now her nickname has displaced mine, which is unfortunate for me, but I think that's that's no, a better better no, nickname. No, why would you... Don't be defeated. Grew like, Breeze is fun. No, no, it, <laughs> it's, it's, pretty good. it's funny, but uh, Big Breeze, you know, it... it you know, it makes you think, like, what if they're basically the same player, just one is significantly <laughs> larger than the other one? <laughs> he he uh, Roethlisberger, and, and we'll wrap up pretty quickly. I know you want to get, get to your family here, and this game was... We, we need to move on to Week 13 for the good of society. Uh, he, he was, like, really commenting how this game wasn't good enough, and he was all pissed. And then Mike Tomlin said that, that they were JV in all three phrases. So they definitely came into it thinking they were going to be the zombie Ravens by a lot, I think, and enjoy it. And, and Roethlisberger made a good point that he thought the toughest part about the whole last week was just mental kind of being, trying to stay ready and not knowing exactly what to do. And that, that's why it was a weird game. And division games are weird. I, people really underrate that fact. Division games where the two teams know each other are we weird? So give them a little bit of a pass, and now they get a short week, and the Ravens get a slightly longer week before they play your Dallas Cowboys. Who's? Are you pointing to the dog? No. Not you. my Dallas Cowboys. You uh, used to be. I've tried to get this theme going. And yeah, you really try to make worked. it a thing, but yeah, I, I'm just a little too good at the honesty thing. Mm. All right. <laughs> I think um, I think that'll do it. That This felt like... Um, this felt like what it was like as much as we were going to get. Like this was it. This was the culmination of where we've been pointing to all season. Um, RG three and four turnovers in the first like ten minutes of a of a game on a Wednesday afternoon. But I don't think it it is. We're probably heading for more. We're probably getting weirder. Patrick. Yeah, let's, uh, I wouldn't put it past twenty twenty to be significantly weirder as things go on. All right, check out Patrick Claibon three times a week on Fantasy Live on NFL Network. Woo. We will be back with you on Friday. So that's a day later than our normal preview show. Our our uh, TV show pushed partly because of this weird game. So we're all we're all adjusting. That will air on NFL Network on Saturday morning, of course. 
Uh, and we might have a little bit of a special surprise guest on Friday. Oh. For, for part of the show. For part of the show. Just part. We'll see. That's a tease. Just a little bit of a tease. Until then, see you later. <laughs> Let's cut it off at until then. <laughs> just like how this thing ending. go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it irish spring body wash and bar soap fresh green irish shop now at a store near you Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.